So I want to speak about a very interesting topic. It's a uh, topic which I think is Nagaya to um, many of us, specifically at this time. And I know I promised you the emails, and we will get to the emails, don't worry. Be'ez HaShem, tonight I'm going to spend time printing out the emails of uh, what people have asked and different things, and we'll try to get different perspectives, and some emails have been coming through. Last call, last call, Rabbi Sai. Any emails, any questions, crazy, interesting, no question is out of place, send me an email, aw at etrog.net.il. So, um, we'll do that hopefully, Be'ezrus HaShem Belineida, we'll do reading out the emails tomorrow with some interesting answers. So today I want to discuss an interesting topic, and uh, it's a topic which is definitely Nagaya. I would say Baruch Hashem. The Rabbani Shalom is giving many of our Choylim a tremendous refuah, and uh, I want to discuss a mitzvah which is Nagaya the whole year, but specifically now to understand a little bit more about the mitzvah, to get more of an understanding of a mitzvah which we all know exists, but uh, don't really know the specifications of the mitzvah. So there's a Lashon in Chazal that says like this, Anybody that visits the sick, Nitzel Medina Shel Gehenim will actually save him from the din of Gehenim. And the continuous Chazal brings us a posit for that. And the uh, Imbikra, and if you do Mavaka, and if you do visit the Chayla, what reward do you get? In this world, obviously, in the next world, you're going to get tremendous reward, and, you know, uh, um, it's impossible to get reward in this world, but what reward do you get in this world? It's an unbelievable reward that we see Chazal tell us that a person actually gets life in this world, he gets richness, he gets to live in the, in, the, in, in, the, in the land, and he gets saved from his enemies. So it's very interesting how Chazal tell us that there is a schar in this world from visiting a sick person. So you may think to yourself, okay, what are we going to discuss? Hilchus Bika Choylim. I mean, go visit the sick guy, how you doing, everything okay, and move on with life. Like, what is exactly so much to discuss? So again, I really want to discuss it because I think it's Nogeya the whole year. And I really want to uh, sort of understand what exactly it means, a chayla. What, what's the definition of a chayla? How to in the mitzvah in the way that Chazal wanted us to in the mitzvah? And then I'm going to read you a very interesting email that I received based on this uh, interesting halacha. So, just to understand, the chut, Sefer Chutam Mesholosh brings from the Heidi Guru Bikideiga. The Bikide Ege was very, very mahadr in this mitzvah, whenever he could, at least. He tried to do it himself, and to be mavake choylem, and he used to bring things to eat, and he sometimes used to sleep there overnight. He really took the mitzvah very, very seriously. Now, there is a very interesting Benish Chai. The Benish Chai, the Ben Yodha, brings down like this. There's a Gemara that says, Ben Giloi noitel echod mishishim b'choylov. Ben Giloi generally is referred to as someone that was born in the same mazel, right? We all know there are certain mazolois, right? If you're born in Nissan, then you have a mazel of Nissan. If you're born in Adar, you have a mazel of Adar. And it actually affects who you are, right? The Gemara says there are certain times that people were born and they like blood, Right? That's their muzzle. Their muzzle is they're very into blood. So what should they do? So they can go two ways. Either they can become a murderer or they become a moil. You know, or a shaykhet. You know, there's always a way to use your muzzle and channel your muzzle in the correct way. So the Gemara tells us, Ben Giloy noitel echod mishishim b'choylov. That if you go to visit someone who's sick and you happen to be his Ben Giloy, you know, as you were born in the same sort of tkufa, same time, you actually take a 60th of his illness 
when you go and visit him. Says the Benish Chai, how can this be? How does this make any sense? You know, it says, it says, it's impossible that I'm taking a 60th of his illness when I go visit him. What does it mean? Now I'm stuck with the illness. Like, what's happening over here? So he explains, not only that, he says, we know there's a famous uh, Mishnah that we say every morning, and he wants to tell you the mitzvah of Bikah is the mitzvah that a person will be oichel peresayim ba'olim azeh, v'keren kayemes la'olim Right, tremendous schar, tremendous reward. How can it be that a person is damaged? A person is getting a, a damaging. He's getting a sixtieth, even if it's a tiny amount. Right, bottle b'shishim. How much is it already? But it's still something that he's getting from that ill person. Rather, the Benishchai writes that the kavana is because he's your Ben Gila, because he was born in a similar tkufa to you. So there's some kind of connection. There's some shaykhas in a deep pnimistic way, and you actually get a lot of tsar. When you see this choyla there, so it, it, it brings you a lot of tsar. Now, through the tsar, a sixtieth of the illness is removed from him because of the tsar that I got. That's how the Benish Chai explains it. So, there's a tremendous maila in being mavakeh choylim. And I think it's important to go through this halachas because we all unfortunately do know choylim. But Baruch Hashem, the Rabbani are giving a tremendous amount of refuah to all of these choylim. We're seeing people come out of hospital. It's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous refuah from the Rabbani Shlonim. And we have to be makitoyf. Where's the makar? Where do we know the halacha of being mabaka choylim? So there's a posseg in Devarim Yud Gimel posseg, hey? Acharei Hashem Elokeichem Teilechu. Says the Gemara in Saita Yud Daladom Beis. Says the Gemara. If a person wants to go in the Rabbani Shalom's ways, we should go, we should walk. Literally, right? After Hashem. How do you do it? Says the Gemara, say to Yudalit. It means that a person, Maha Kodesh Borchu, says the Gemara, Bika Chaylim, the Sivayare, Lava Hashem, Bolayim, Mamre, we know by Avram Avinu, the Rabbani Shalom, basic Kaviyachal, went to go and visit Avram Avinu himself after the Bismillah. So the Gemara in Soita learns from the Pasuk and Dvarim Yud Gimel Pasuk hey, that is a Pashtus, it's a Chev Daraisa, we'll get to that in a moment, that to Bavaka Cholim is a Mitzvah Daraisa. Not only that, there's a Gemara in Bob Metziah Daflam on base, where the Gemara tells us, he learns from a Pasuk in Shmois Yud Ches, And again, I'm not going to go through exactly the Drasha, how it works, but the Gemara in Bob Metziah clearly says that that is the Makar for the Gemara, Nidorim, Lama Tassaman base, says, Remez the Bikachoilim min hatoyre shenema. I'm not going to go through the whole Pasuk, the whole limit where he learns it from. So, Pashtus, we have three Gemaras, three Maimon Chazals, that tell us quite clearly that it's a Shail of a Daraisa. Not only are the Gemaras telling us this, the Bahag, when he brings down the mitzvahs, the Smak, Sefer Mitzvahs, and the Uraim also. Also, Paskin, that it's a Doraisa, Min HaToyah, and a person's Mavaka Rechoyla, if he keeps all the halachas, and he knows all the halachas, which we will get to, Be'ez HaShem, he's actually being Mekayim, a Mitzvah Doraisa. However, there is a Rambam. The Rambam says like this, I'll quote you the Lashon of the Rambam. The Rambam says, Mitzvahs are saying Medivrei Soifrim, so it's a Durabonon, says the Rambam, and as I pass him the Meiri in a Dorm, Daflamates, Omid Beis, I, the words, the word Remez, Remez Minat Torah, he means Halach and Moshe Messinai. Like, for example, we find in Mesachtas Machas by Edim Zoimimim, like we find, for example, in Hilchas Yechid, in Evan Ezra Simonchov Beis, we find the same idea that even though we have a Minat Torah, but it means a Durabonon, 
And the Rambam famously writes in Sefer Mitzvah Shevish Beis that Bikr Choylim is included in Vahafta Lerecha Kamoicha. The Orach Shulchan, when he brings down this halacha, says a very interesting insight. He says it's one of the mitzvahs Hayoy Segedolos. V'hum et Dvarim Sha'oichal again quoted the same thing. Pereseim ba'olam azeh. That means you eat the fruits in this world. Yeah, the main reward will be in the next world, but the fruits are in this world. So it's an unbelievable schar, says the Orach HaShulchan, the schar of being Mavak HaChoyin the Chavetz Chaim. And Sefer Avas Chesed, Perigimel, brings down that the mitzvah of Gebek HaChoyin is included in Gemilas Chasodim, because you raise up the Choyin's spirits, you make him feel better, and therefore it's included in that. So we have to ask ourselves, one of the most famous questions that we at this point here have asked us, Many times, for example, in Kibbutz of Aim, where's the bracha? If it's such a chosh of a mitzvah, some Mishraim hold it to a Doraisa, but even if you hold it to a Durabonin, it's a mitzvah. Well, we make brachas on many mitzvahs. We make mitzvah, brachas on many mitzvahs to Rabbanon, like Hanukkah, like tomorrow. Many times we make brachas. Where's the mitzvah over here? So we're going to answer with our classic answer, and that's the Rashba in Chelik Aleph Simon Yudches and Shuvas, where the Rashba says that because it's a mitzvah that can become bottle, meaning if the choyle doesn't want to be visited by you, so you can't make a bracha around that. You can't make a bracha similar to keep it of aim. The father or mother can say, Ben Michael, they can say, no, I don't want you to do it. Therefore, you can't exactly make a bracha when you're about to do something with your parent, and your parent will say, no, I don't want you to do that. Therefore, since it can become bottle, says the Rashba, there is no mitzvah. The Oizarua says an incredible thing. And, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this is because you can just see what this mitzvah is over here. The Oizarua says you cannot make a bracha on something that's chayovim boy tode. You're always chayiv in it, right? Because you'll never be potter. A mitzvah that we do, that we make a bracha on, is we light the menorah. We eat the morrow. Okay, I did it. Nam how many, time, how many times on, on, on Hanukkah per night can you light the menorah? Once. How many times can you, you know, eat morrow? Once. Therefore, once you did it, you're yaitza. That's why you make a bracha. Says the Oizorua over here, you're always going to be chayiv. You're always chayiv to do more. You're chayiv to somebody else. But maybe you're never going to be part of. That's the reason, which, by the way, is very interesting. Those of you are probably thinking about the same question that the Morgan of Ram asked in Arachayim Semekuvov Sikot and Dalad, and that is, why don't we make a bracha on tefillah? You ever understood? You ever wondered that? Why don't we get up in the morning? We're about to daven shachas. We're about to daven mincha. We're about to daven marv. No, make a bracha. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. The right said, Rambam, Ramban, all the shittas that were showing them of tefillah. We're not going into that. But why don't we make a bracha on tefillah? It's not even the Morgan of Ram's kasha. It's the Avudram's kasha. The Avudram asked the kasha. And you know what he says? The Morgan of Rome says, There's no specific time. Davening is always. You can always daven Tashem. Yes, we have a specific shachas men But at the end of the day, davening is all the time. And therefore you cannot say a bracha. And therefore, because of that, that's why there's no bracha on Bikachonim uh, in the same way. Um, the Ravid is a different pshat. He says, when you make a bracha, you're being moidu on the kilkul over there. And then there's Rabbeinu Bachaya in Parshish Bamidbar that wants to taina. You don't make a bracha on something that's so understandable, even the Goyim do that. 
I mean, even a guy understands that someone's sick, go visit him. So therefore, says the Rabbeinu Bechaya, and by the way, we had a similar question also by Kibbut of Aim. It's a, the Gemara tells us, the whole Makar of Kibbut of Aim, Ad Kama, how much Yechayv, is from Doma Ben Nesima, from the guy over there in the end of the first parak of Kiddushin. And therefore, if that's the case, anything that's so simply done by even a guy, says Rabbeinu Bechaya, we do not make a bracha. Which, by the way, we're not going into now, is a question, why did you make a bracha on a Tere Sedaim? You're about to wash. You wash it, you're about to eat bread. You wash it the first time. No, even a guy would wash his hands before he eats. It's a normal thing to do. So why'd you make a bracha? Okay, not for now. I'll compile at this moment of time, because now we're going to have to get to Hilchus Ravakachalim. But I want to discuss, and this is a very important Nakuda. Why do we do Bikachalim? What's the chat in it? So there are two very important reasons for Bikachalim, and I, I do believe that most people just don't know this. And I think it's important to, to talk about this and to understand it. And we'll discuss one by one. Um, number one, to daven for the Chayla. Interesting. That's why you visit him, to daven for him. And number two is to see if he needs anything. Right? To see if does he need anything. So those are the two reasons why we do the mitzvah of Bikachayim. And in fact, there's a Mo'yudik Shlach The Shlach writes that the mitzvah of Bikachayim is a very unique mitzvah. He says it's one of the very few mitzvahs that you actually involve both your body and your soul. The body, because you physically take care of him to see what he needs. And the soul because you dub them for him. And therefore, it's clear, says the Shlach Kodesh, that both of these uh, items are necessary when it comes to Bikr Chonim. So let's discuss it. Number one. To dub them for the Chonim, says the Gemara in the Dorim, Memo Menalef, Kol HaMavakir Es HaChonim, Mavakish Olov Rachamim, Sheyichyeh. If you go and visit someone who's sick, you're going to dub them for him. If you don't visit the sick guy, you're not going to dump. So it comes out, it seems to be from the Gemara Dorim that it's only when you visit him, that's when you're going to dump him for him. Why? Because you'll see, oh my gosh, you'll hop like, oh wow, I need to dump him, he's in a bad state, and that's going to cause you to dump him, and that is what it is. In fact, there's a Loshan in the Ramban, in Sefer Torah Sa'odah, where he writes, Hilchoch, Anybody that visits a sick person. Anybody over here remember visiting someone sick? Okay, look at this into the next words of the Ramban. Scary words. But you didn't daven for him? You weren't making the mitzvah. It's very nice. Maybe you did chesed. Maybe kimilas chasodim. Okay, that's beautiful. You went to mavakachaylim. You went to go. You know, went to someone who is in hospital or he's at home. Whatever it may be, it doesn't make a difference where he is. We'll discuss in a moment how sick you have to be to be included in the midst of in bikachaylim. But a kapolim says there, I'm bad. You go and visit someone and you don't dump him. You push him out to the mitzvah. Why? Because the chaylik, and again, this comes from the Gemara in the Durham Memor Aleph, that the, the whole side of visiting him is not just to make him feel better, but it's for you to see what the matzav is and therefore you'll dub him for him. And that's a very, very important thing to understand. That is number one. Number two, we said is to see if anything that he needs, right? And the Yorach HaShulchan calls this the Ika Mitzvah Spikah and the Makar over here is again a Gemara, Nadarim, Mem, Omer Aleph. When the Talmud, when there was a Talmud of the Heiliger Rabbi Akiva, ah, Rabbi Akiva had a Talmud who was sick. And Rabbi Akiva went in to visit this Talmud. And when he went to visit the Talmud, he organized the room and he cleaned up the room. Can you imagine Rabbi Akiva was cleaning up the room for his Talmud who was sick? He was cleaning up the room. And his Talmud tells us the Gemara in the Dome, Aleph, said, Rebbe, you gave me life. Rebbe Kiva went out and he doubted. If you don't visit the sick, 
you're killing them, you're murdering them. So you see, what did Rabbi Kiva see? What did he do? That the Choyla came along and said, Rabbi, you gave me life. He cleaned and organized the room. Therefore, you see from there, says the Rishonim, that you see that the, one of the Yisoydis of Bikr Cholim is not just to walk in, give him a schmooze, kick a guitar, make him feel happy, that's also beautiful, but maybe he needs something. Does he need a drink? Does he need food? Does he need his bed up or down? Who, I don't know. Does he need something over there? And therefore, the question obviously is, are you Yoytza Bikr Cholim on the phone? Right now, this is a big question because you know Corona and everything obviously didn't allow us often to even call up people in the hospital. But even if they're home, right? They're home. You don't want to visit them. You never know if they're still infectious. Can you catch it? Can you not catch it? I don't know. So you know, I'm not going to go there. So can I? Can I be yotz on the phone? According to both reasons that we just said of Kibbutz of of, of Bikacholim, number one is to daven him when you see him, and number two is to organize the room and see if he needs anything. You're not yotz to both of them when you call up. It's very nice. It's a mitzvah of Chesed. It's kavaldik. But not Bikacholim, the Milo Bikacholim you don't have. And that's the Pashtus. You're not Yoytsu it in that way. Um, but obviously, if you cannot do it, like in the case of Corona, so if Moshe is a true in your day, Reishchov Gimel, the Minchas Yitzchak, Dain Weiss, in Chelet Basim and Samachdalad, since there's a Chelet Kesem in Yud Gimel, Chelkis Yaakov, Yechavedas, Ravadian, Chelet Gimel, and Reishain Tess, that they want to tie it. If you cannot, then of course you don't say something if you write a letter or you phone up, there's no problem whatsoever. In fact, the Minchas Yitzchak does bring down that if you have a screen, you guys are not going to know what I'm talking about. But if you have like a screen that you can actually see the Choyla at the same time, then pastors that you would be Yitzhak because you could see what he needs. Maybe you could also dump him at the same time because you could see the Matzav over there. And that's a very, very important thing to understand. These two Nakudas are very important. Now, if you cannot do the Mitzvah yourself, you can be Yitzhak with the Shliach. Shlucha shal odom kumaisai. And therefore it's okay. In fact, the Chotam Meshodosh brings down the Rukiv Eiga when he was so weighed down with all his Shiurim. So uh, with all the Tzibor and all the, you know, the things that he was doing at the Klal. So he sent a Shliach and they bring down the Avodis Vain Hogas the base brisk that Reb Chaim brisk also appointed a shliach to be mevakachoylem because he couldn't go. But of course, you can't compare that to going yourself to show the trouble that you went to of visiting someone. I want to tell you another interesting. Again, these are interesting ideas in bikachoylem, which I think is important for us to remember. Should you go by yourself, or should you specifically go with somebody else? I'll tell you what I mean. There's a sheiltis. The sheiltis of Reb Achai going brings down to be mashma. That you should dafka not go by yourself. That when you mavaka choylim, don't go by yourself. Go with somebody else. In fact, it's brought down mufurish in the Orchas Chaim and the Torah Shloima as well. In the Gilun Ashas, he says the reason why we want people to go not by themselves, they should go with other people. It's dumb. It makes them feel better. More people went out. More people helped me. You know, maybe more tefillah at the same time as well, which we'll see in a moment. There is a modic rogachov. I have the Nitziv, by the way, in Hemikdova says, Lomatzina, we never found such a thing in any other safer that Bikacholim, you should go with other people. Bikacholim, you go yourself to Bavakacholim, you go to the mitzvah, you have to go with other people. There is a rogachov. The Rogachov and Sefer Tzapnas Panea brings a Moyadik and Makor. Rogachov was a goin for this, for many things, but also for these sorts of things. He found a Makor in obscure places that nobody ever thought, wow, that's a Makor for that? That's Kavaldik. It's a Posik in Beratius Perik Memches Posik Aleph, where the Posik tells us, Vahi Achrei Hadvarim Ha'ela, Vahiyomele Yosef, Hine Avicha Choyla. Your father's sick. Vahiyikach Es. Come on, guys, you know the next words of the Pasuk. Shnei Bonov Imoi. Esim Menashe Ephraim. Two sons. Says the Rogachova. Why did he bring two sons? Stam? No. 
because he wanted to be yet to the mitzvah of Bikachoilim to visit the father in the proper manner. Okay, we all know Rashi. Rashi says a different pshat because he wanted Yaakov to give them a vayim and Menashe a bracha. But Akaponim says the rogach of a modig pshat when you get to that pasuk again, Be'ez Hashem next year, so you'll remember this pshat Gavaldi. But I will tell you one other pshat. Rabasha Weiss um, Shlita. Rabasha Weiss Shlita brings down a very nice pshat. Why Dafka two and not one from a Rambam? The Rambam says that the Iko Bikachoilim is what. To be mispalel, to daven for him. He brings a Ramad Chabanet. It's a Gavaldagi side nowadays, right? Especially for you guys in England, where they haven't opened up the shuls yet. Ramad Chabanet in Chadush and Nebrochus is Mechadish. What happens if you don't have a minion? You don't have a minion, right? Whoever knew that, he, 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 whoever, uh, who can imagine that he uh, was at Kufa in Klalisor where months and months went by where the most chosh of a yidin didn't done with a minion? Unbelievable. You don't have a minion. So what's the next best thing? What are you meant to do? So there's one Mahalach daven together with the, when the Tzibur davening, but that's not going to help you when there is no Tzibur davening. So one Mahalach, he says, is you get somebody else to daven with you. So for example, if you've got a brother, right, or your father, or your son, whatever, who's davening, and you could daven at the same time, so two people have a shtikel maila of tefillah b'tzibur. As I ask, and says Rabbi Asher, why shlita? That's the pshat over here. Since the Rambam holds that the Iker of Bikachoilim is what? It's the Daven. When you go with two people, you have two people Davening, two people Davening, it's like a Tfilip Tzibu. The Mela, that's what he wants to tie over there, which is like a very, very nice Pshat and an important one as well. Um, okay, so the other thing I want to mention also is the Shulchan Aruch, when he discusses the Indian over here in Yeridea, springs down like this. First of all, uh, there's an interesting Rambam. I have to mention the Rambam. The Rambam says that when you go into a Choyle to visit a Choyle, the Lashon of the Rambam is, Mavakish Olorachamim V'yotze, and get out. Right? Daven, and get out. Don't spend too much time. And we'll see that in a minute from the email that I'll read to you. It's a Kabbalah you say this one. Now, the Shulchan Aruch and Siddharad says that you should be careful. Don't go in the first three hours of the day and don't go in the last three hours of the day. What's the reason why you can't do this? Again, this is a Gemara in the Dora Memo Malaf, that the first three hours of the day, the illness is much lighter. He's feeling much better the first three hours of the day. So when you see him, you'll be like, oh, He's okay. I'm not going to dub him for him. So don't go then. And the last three hours of the day, the illness is much worse and, and, and you're going to give up davening for him. Right? That's what it is. All um, the other reason is the Rambam says he's going to be busy with medication, prescriptions, and doctors. It's not the right time to go over there. Like the Aruch HaShulchan says, this is not a halacha, it's an eitzatova. Which basically means that, for example, if you know a person right now is not in a situation of being visited, there's no mitzvah or in that case. And for sure, in a situation where he doesn't want you to be visited, then for sure you have to listen to him in that case. In fact, um, the tour says that if you can visit someone many times a day, as long as it's not a tircha for the chayla. If the chayla appreciates it and he'll appreciate you coming, absolutely, then it's a wonderful thing. If it's not the geir, then definitely you should not do that in the case. What about a soyna? Right, so Darkim Moshe brings down, very interesting, the beginning of the seminary, brings a maril that says you're allowed to visit someone that you hate, but the Ramah says, no, that's not a good raya, and you actually should not do that, because you're going to cause him more tzah. Says the I think it depends on how much hate, how much hate is going on over here. If you get Rishos, then of course you could do it. In fact, there was a mice in Yushalayim, where there was a, a god that got very, very sick, and he went to hospital, and there was someone who was tremendously chaylukanim, barabim, used to mamish, chaylukanim in front of everyone, barabim, and he used to publicize that this rove was wrong, and he mamish did really bad things to him, right? He put him in chayrim, and he wanted a visit, this goddle that he did all this to, and he asked the doctors if it's okay, and they all answered that absolutely, um, that, that, that no visit will help tremendously, and um, 
And when he went in, you know, they told me it was a good idea. When he went in, the Cholus face lit up with so much simcha, and he sat talking for a long time, and he mama said it helped him a lot. So even if, you know, I guess you don't like the guy, forget, maybe it shows him what you're doing for him, which is an amazing, amazing thing. So that is a couple of halachos over there. Uh, another interesting thing I have to mention is the Gemara in the Dorm, Mamala from Malala tells us, That means someone who's got a eye problem, a stomach problem, or a head problem. What's the reason? A He's got a stomach problem. You shouldn't visit him. The reason is because he's just to go to the bathroom every minute and he's going to be embarrassed to tell you, excuse me, I need to be excused if you can't visit him. And the other reason is by is when you speak to him too much, it's very hard for him. And therefore basically you have to understand that uh, what should you do? Says the go stand outside the room, don't go inside, ask if you need anything, ask if anything you can do, and therefore that is fine. Unless he doesn't want visitors in that case, and then and then uh, then you've got to wait, and then, you're going, then there's no point going over there. Um, couple of two more halachas before we read out this incredible email is um, what is the definition of a choyla you know we spoke so much about bika choylim what is a choyla well a guy has a headache you have to go do bika choylim now what is the definition of a choyla so from the Gemara in the Durham, it comes out that when Rabbi Kiva went to visit his Talmud who was a choyla what did he do Rabbi Kiva went down on hands and knees and started cleaning and the Talmud said Rabbi you gave me life what do you see from here? That the Talmud required Rabbi Kiva to get down on hands and knees and start doing the cleaning because he couldn't do it himself. That means he would have nuffled the Mishkav. He was a really bad situation. So writes the Maral and Gu'ariya Bereshit Yutches that he says that, that uh, the Rabboni Shalom specifically want to visit Avram when? On the third day after the Mila. Why the third day after the Mila? Because that's when it's the most painful. Right? The first and second day wasn't so painful. Therefore the Rabboni Shalom waited. Which, by the way, for those of you that are still holding in Daf Yomi, happens to be today's Daf. Right? Happens to be today's Daf. That talks about uh, that the Rabboni Shalom went to visit. And the question is, it was there also pain? This is all the, the, the sugya by Dino and Shechem and killing everyone in Shechem by the third day of the Mila. Was there also pain on the first and the second day or only on the third? It's actually subject to a machlokas for showing him. But we're not going to now. But in the Sefer Yeshiv Moshe, in Yerodei Sabah he brings down that the Asur Yashiv, what's the gedder of a choyla that a person has to do the mitzvah of Bikr Choylem? Is it a choyla on Shabbos, which we all know from Semen Shenchov Ches on Shabbos, that Enofala Mishkov, he's someone that's choyla called Gufoy, he's someone you have to get, or is it a little bit worse than that? So Vilashiv that Saul wanted to say that, and it's also put down the Sefer Zerachayim, Semen Chof, that it has to be a little bit worse than Shabbos, because Shabbos, a person has a really, like a person has a, a migraine on Shabbos, He's considered to be a choyla. He's a choyla kogufoy. He can now go and take medication on Shabbos. So if that's the case, there's no bikr choylim over there. And therefore bikr choylim is, is a little bit worse over there than that, than Shabbos. And therefore he will require a bikr choylim in that case. A very interesting one, by the way, is visiting a goy. There's a Gemara at the end of uh, an Izzokin, right? Gitten Samachala from an Aleph, that says, Tonu Rabbonum, Mephazim Oni Enochri Im Oni Yisrael, Umevakrim Choyli Nochrim Im Choyli Yisrael. Unbelievable. Here's a Gemara that says, you visit a goy, goyisha patient, just together with a Jewish patient. The Rambam brings this, in Ilkhus Malachim Perigud Alachim Yudbeis, the Rosh, the Tosh, Shochanach, Shinnamadeh, says the same thing. So it comes out that there's an Indian even to visit a goy in that case, right? You've got a goy who work in, in the, at work, and he's sick in hospital. The Shochanach brings down to do this. Says the Ritva in Kitten Samachalav, it says, Im, 
Right? It says im. Right? Choyli yinachrim, im choyli yisrael. That means when you're visiting a yid, at the same time you can visit a goy in that case. And that's why, for example, you know, Mishram Eva, you don't want him to feel that, oh, you're visiting the, the yidin and not the goyim. And then Mishram Eva, then there's no problem with doing that whatsoever. There's a very interesting taz. And the Taz tells us that uh, we know that the Gemara says Nitna Nitna Rishus The Shulchan says that the Torah gave Rishus to the doctor to actually heal. Umitzvi says the Taz, if it's a mitzvah, why does it say Rishus? He says because the real Rafua comes from Bakoshus Rachamim. When we ask Rachmanus from the Rabbi Shalom, the Shmai Yishlo Rafua in Shemayin is all the Rafuas in the world. Not everyone zaycha, but you have to daven for it. It's such a precious mitzvah, the mitzvah Bikacholim. People unfortunately don't give it the priority and the chashivas they don't know all the halachas and it's a very very important thing I'll read you a lotion of the Rosh in the Dorim Memo Medalef because you didn't go and visit him you didn't dove him for him because you didn't dove him it could be that he died says the Rosh can you imagine after 120 years we get to Shemaim we caused someone's death because we didn't do the mitzvah it's a very serious thing. But I want to read to you an incredible email. I sent an email to someone that I know very well who went through a very bad situation with one of his children. He was in the hospital for months and months and months and then at home for months and months and months. It was incredible. And he got visited by, you know, Choshev Rabonim, Choshev Mashpiim, big singers, entertainers, you know, all trying to cheer up the kids. And I asked him, give me a story about Bikr Cholim. He says, you know what? I'm not giving you a story. But I want to give to you the 10 tips of Bikr Cholim. And it's interesting, many of them actually come from Chazal. I want to read to you them one by one and with that we'll end. 10 tips for Bikr Cholim from someone who, Rahman al-Salam went through something terrible and he understands what it means, Bikr Cholim. He says, number one, daven for the patient. Number two, inform the patient or the family that you're davening for them. Number three, don't ever tell the patient or the family, let me know if you need anything. It means nothing. Number four, learn or anticipate what the patient may need or want and then get it done. Number five, organize or join a group to coordinate what the patient and family need. Otherwise, they will receive 23 cheesecakes for Shavuos. Number six, knock and respect the patient's privacy. Number seven, don't overstay your welcome. If there are too many louds in the conversation, you may be missing the patient's cue that your time is up. Eight, offer to stay overnight, otherwise with the patient to relieve the family members. It may be the biggest chesed you ever do. Number nine, unless you absolutely really know, don't dispense any medical advice or opinions on doctors or treatments. Most often, more not, you're wrong. And number ten, if you see the family and don't know what to say, don't ignore them. Just say, refuah shalema or pursue as That, Rabbi Sai, is the end of the halachas.